I will be in Acts chapter 2, verses 1 and 2 today. And I will be reading from the new King James Version this morning, if that makes any difference to you. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole place where they were sitting. Lord, in these moments that we have together this morning, I pray in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Holy Spirit, you are welcome to, to change us. You are welcome to fill us afresh this day so that we may be emboldened to go and to speak your word and to do that which you have called us to do. May these words today be your words and not mine. In Jesus' name, amen. My wife has told me before that I, I am full of useless information in my head. <laughs> I don't know where she, she gets that, and I, but I don't necessarily disagree with her. It just, I just, uh, the things that I find fascinating, albeit trivial and generally without consequence, uh, tends to stick in my brain more than what most people might find important. Uh, for instance, I know that Cosmo Kramer's friend, Bob Sacamano, actually never appeared in any episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> Although he is referenced at least in 10 different episodes. <laughs> Worthless information? I think not. And one of the things that Mark Shell and I shared in common was a love for trivia. And for time, time to time, he would, he would stop by my office. He'd come get a piece of candy off my desk, and he'd sit down, and he said, here's one for you. And he would share another trivia question with me. And we both enjoyed that much. But one bit of important information that I do know is I know the difference between a tornado watch and a tornado warning. And it's, it's important for us to know that, especially in these these days that we're living in. And uh, stay with me. This, I do, I'm going somewhere with this. Or to, a tornado watch means that the conditions are favorable for a tornado to occur, meaning that all the elements in the atmosphere are right, they are active. The temperature, the air pressure, updrafts and, and downdrafts and wind shear, all that 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 go into making a tornado, they're all active in the atmosphere. It's all active. And when they issue a tornado watch, what they are saying to us is that conditions are favorable, everything is active that will cause a tornado, so be on your watch. A tornado warning means that a tornado has actually been spotted. There is one on the ground and it is, it's about to wreak havoc, so so take cover now. All the elements have come together as they have predicted that it might, and so they have seen one form, it's on the ground, so take, this is a warning, we have seen one, do everything that you can to protect you and your family. 
So all that to say this morning, let me communicate this on a, on a spiritual level. When people humble themselves, something happens. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. When God's people humble themselves, something happens. In Proverbs 3.34, it says, he gives grace to the humble. Number two, when people are in one accord, something happens. Amen? Acts 2.1, we read it. Then they were with one accord in one place. 2 Corinthians 13.11 says, become complete, Paul says. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. And in Ephesians 4, Paul says, walk worthy of the calling with gentleness, bearing with one another in love, keeping the unity of the Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes in power, something happens. In Acts 1.8, just before Jesus ascended into heaven, he was with the disciples for one, one last little moment of encouragement. And he says, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will, what? You will receive power. To do what? To be my witnesses. Here, there, and everywhere. That's the promise. Acts 2.4, it says, and when the Holy Spirit came, they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit's gave them utterance. When the Holy Spirit comes, something happens. And in Acts 4, 31, it says, and when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And what happened? They spoke the word of God with boldness. When God's people experience the Holy Spirit coming in power, something happens. And when God's people are empowered, something happens. Acts 2.24, but Peter, standing up with the 11, raised his voice and he said to them, poor Peter, I, I'm glad Peter had an opportunity to redeem himself. Amen. And in Acts 2.40 and 41, it goes on to say, and with many other words, he testified and exhorted them saying, be saved from this perverse generation. We need the boldness of the Holy Spirit alive, dwelling within us so that we can preach that word to our friends and to our family, to those who are closest to us, to those who are far off. We need to say, be saved from this perverse generation because they don't know that they need to be saved from this perverse generation. Because their eyes are blinded. We need to pray for them that are closest to us. We need to pray for them that are, we may not know very well, but they may live near to us. We need to pray for them that they would understand that they have need for a savior. That they would have understanding that they are sinful. There's people that live on this earth that don't think they're sinful. 
We need to pray. We need to pray. And when our friends and our family, when they hear the gospel, something happens. Acts 2, 42 through 47, it says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and teaching. Many wonders and signs were done through them. They had all things in common. They gave to anyone who had need, breaking bread together from house to house with gladness and simplicity of heart. And the Lord added to the, to the church daily those who were being saved. When God's people are empowered, when they hear the gospel, something happens. I want to be a part of that. And when the people around us start getting saved, look out. Because the elements in Orchardville Church are right. The elements for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Orchardville Church are active. The elements that God needs to pour out his spirit in a fresh way, in power, so that his people are changed, and that his people are empowered to go and do that which he called us to do. Those elements that are required, they're in place. They're in this place. So I ask you this morning, or I tell you this morning, you can, you can do it physically or you can do it in your mind. Look around this place. Observe the elements that are active in Orchardville Church. Just think about it. Why are you here? Why have you planted your roots in this church in the middle of everywhere? Why are you here? You're here because you have seen these elements in place. You're here because you walked through the door and somebody welcomed you. You're here because somebody loved you when you didn't feel like you needed to be loved, that you deserved love. You're here this morning because you are free to worship the Lord in spirit and, the tr and truth in however and whatever method you so choose. And some of you are waiting to break out even more. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit is active. And the elements are in place. I see humility. I see people actively putting the needs of others before their own. I see unity. In the near, nearly two years that I, I've been here, and now that's a drop in the bucket compared to a lot of folks. But in the two years that I've been here almost, we've had just a, a handful of things that have come before the church to be voted on. And every single vote that we have taken in this church, every one of them have been met with 100% approval. God, that speaks of great unity yeah. in, this, in this place. No one is pushing a personal agenda. The only agenda here is God's agenda. Amen. Amen. And we need to protect that at all costs. Yeah. 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 Pastor, we're behind you. Yeah. 
and we are going to protect God's agenda. We are going to protect God's agenda with all that we have. And we stand together in doing so. I see hunger for more of God. My favorite, my favorite, my favorite dead guy. (laughs) You need to read more dead guys. Uh, Is, it's A.W. Tozer, a pastor, preacher, evangelist. He's been gone for over 50 years, but he's my favorite to read. And this is what he says. He said, I want the presence of God himself or I don't want anything at all to do with religion. I want all that God has or I don't want any. And then he also prayed. He said, oh God, the triune God, I want to want thee. I long to be filled with longing. I thirst to be made more thirsty still. Show me thy glory, I pray thee, so that I may know thee indeed. Wow, what a prayer. In my thirst, in my thirst, I want to be more thirsty. In my, in my hunger, I want to be more hungry still. Is there, is there more of God that I, can, that I can receive that will take me closer and closer to the, the, the depths of his presence? Yes, there is. There's more. And he will not be finished with you. He will not be finished with me until the day of Christ, it says in Philippians 1.6. He will complete the work in us that he began. I don't want to stop. I don't want to be satisfied. And I've said it before. I don't want to lose the wonder of who God is. I don't want to come to a place where I got God figured out. Hallelujah. I, I want there to always be the wonder of his, of his majesty, the wonder of his creation, the wonder of, of his of the bigness of God. I don't ever want to lose that. And I want to hunger for that. I want to thirst for that. And I never want to be satisfied. And a prayer that I have prayed a few times as well, because we all have the tendency to, uh, maybe not necessarily to run, some of us run, but just we ignore God sometimes. You know, we have a long a week's vacation or a long weekend or something, and we, we neglect the study of the word. We neglect being in the presence of God. And I've told God, don't stop hounding me. Never stop hounding me. I don't want to be a place, a, a place in my life where I think, you know, I, I get tired of God bugging me. Oh, I don't want that. I want God to hound me. And when, when I know that I'm in that place where I'm not experiencing the intimacy with God that I, that I desire or that I've just, in my, I've just forgot about him for, for a while. You know, you know where you get there. Amen. And in those times, I just say to God, don't, don't stop hounding me. Amen. Keep after me. I don't want to ever get to where I'm satisfied apart from you. Amen. I see the Holy Spirit beginning to stir people in this place to step out in faith, doing things they never thought they'd do in worship and in ministry.
The Holy Spirit Advisory System has issued a Holy Spirit Revival Watch for Orchardville Church. A Holy Spirit Revival Watch means that conditions are favorable for a Holy Spirit outbreak to occur. You are advised to worship in spirit and truth, pray without ceasing, genuinely love God and people, and have a hunger for God's presence. Stay tuned for further developments. Let me end with this scripture this morning. This is in Luke 11. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Let me say this again. The elements are right. The elements for an outbreak of the Holy Spirit in this place are right. They're active. Why God is waiting, there's something else that he wants to to accomplish, but they're right. We don't deal with the things that so many churches deal with today. We don't deal with those. All I can say is this this morning to you is don't miss it. Don't miss it. Are your ears, are they open to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you today? Are your eyes open to what he is doing? Don't miss what God has in store. And I, and I, wanna, I wanna tell you too, we've had a, a wonderful time on Wednesday nights here in our, in our little group. And I'm not here to promote small group because I know we're not supposed to do that. But I, want, but I have to say what's going on in our Wednesday night group is there's a lot of hunger going on. There's a lot of seeking going on. There's a lot of people that are anticipating and excited about what God is doing. We are praying for sick. We are praying for for people and we are seeing God physically move. The Holy Spirit is manifesting himself in our midst, in our prayer time, in our study time on Wednesday night. And it's awesome. Why? Well, because the elements are in place and we're expecting. We're expecting it to happen. Don't miss out on what God has in store because the elements are in place. Praise team, come up. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we are in awe of you. We are in awe of you. Forgive us for for selling you short. Forgive us for not giving you full and free reign in our lives and in our corporate times. Forgive us, Lord, for not stepping out in faith when you have prompted us to do so. 
I pray, God, that you would give us another opportunity, give us another chance, give us another window of opportunity to step out in faith because we, we want to help us step beyond and through that, that fear or that intimidation or that anxiety to express faith to you. And Holy Spirit, we are so expectant in this place. Thank you that you have seen fit to work in us and through us. And we anticipate a great move and power of the Holy Spirit, not because we just want to see cool things, but because, God, it does a work in us and it brings honor and glory to the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name. And Holy Spirit, you come and you magnify Jesus. So I pray that Jesus would be magnified and lifted up during this time of invitation this morning. Lord, I pray for those that need healing, that they would come and receive healing. Those that need salvation would come and receive salvation this morning. Those that have a need, that that need will be made known and met in this place this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Would you stand and take advantage of this opportunity to come and bring, bring here your need before God whether for salvation, whether for healing, whatever it may be this morning. Maybe you have a, a, a relationship in your life that needs to be restored. I want to encourage you to do this this morning. If there is somebody in this place that you need to restore a relationship with, would you go to that person? And would you pray with that person? Would you ask for forgiveness? Would you restore that relationship in this place this morning? And maybe what God is waiting for in your life, for an outpouring. You come as we worship. Thank you, Jesus. Sweet.
It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.